Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode eight of the Rock County Sports Podcast. I am Jimmy Oswald, joined all as always by Jim Franz of the Bullet Daily News. Back at you again for another week of football. And for the second straight week, kind of a uh, tough week for Wisconsin football. Yeah, it was just a tough week all the way around. Yeah, high school sports. Uh, you're getting into the thick part of the season where you're facing some good teams. Maybe you got a couple of uh, the higher ups in the conference you got to face, and you know it's not all roses like it was the first couple of weeks where you're no. facing out of conference teams, getting some good wins. You know, the team's got to fight, and you know some teams are prevailing better than others. But um, um, hopes are dashed by for a lot of teams. Hopes are dashed for a lot of teams as you got to get to that crucial five win area to have a hope of continuing your season into the playoffs. Yeah, I don't know when you make that transition from we're a playoff contender to, okay, we're not going to the playoffs, we're playing for next year or pride or whatever whatever you want to say you're playing for. But, yeah, you, yeah. Just, you don't want to go totally down in the dumps and just, you know, ride out the season, unfortunately. Well, Clinton got to their fifth win uh, this week. Uh, that was the highlight, I think, of the week, right? Yeah, I mean, much? yeah, I, you'd have to say they're the only team that uh, won this week. We'll get to them in a second. I'll talk about Turner first because I was at that game, and you want to get the, um, you know, get the uh, the good the, the bad out of the way first, I guess. Uh, I and I'm going there this week, so I want to get a little bit of a preview on them, I guess. Yeah, Turner. I, I every time I've seen them this season, they were playing Edgewood up in Madison. Every time I've seen them this season. I thought they looked like a good team. Even in that loss to Columbus where they got absolutely killed, it it was just a fact of they were playing a better team. This week was a little bit of they beat themselves. They did not look good. They looked flat. The energy was kind of low, which is something you don't usually see from that Turner team. Of course, there are the typical players who kind of had some – trying to pick some guys up. Brent Hoppy is is a leader on that squad. He was trying to keep his guys' heads up. But it was, it was a team that was frustrated that you know was looking for a win. They're on a four-game losing streak now. Um, I, I never thought they would get shut out this season no. by anybody. No, I mean it's too many weapons. Sean Fogle has broken his own record this year for for passing yards, or is it passing? It's it's passing in a season. You know, probably he's I mean, going to be a threat for the uh, career too. T- Tyler sure. Sutherland was breaking records last week, and he actually uh, broke the record for most receiving yards in a season and career receiving yards as a Trojan. Uh, this week in the, in the loss. Um, you never want to get a record in a loss, but if you're looking for a bright spot in that game, that was it. But they fell to Edgewood 23 to nothing. Um, yeah, it was just, you know, Edgewood, their defense did good. Turner's defense was very good. They, um, you know, 23 points may sound a little bit like a lot, but they, they've Not given really. up. They've, I mean, if you had told me going into that game that they were going to get 23, I would have thought Turner had a chance to win the oh, game. Oh, yeah. I would have thought yeah. they would have scored, you know, and I, t- I talked to Tyler Southern after the game. You know, he's like, yeah, they were double teaming Will and I. When you take away those two weapons like that, you have the ability to double team two guys. Well, at what point did, did um, Connor Hughes go out of that game? I think it was right after halftime. Right after halftime, and, and coincidentally, right after after halftime, they didn't pick up a single first down in the second half. That's a big loss. He's such a versatile, oh, yeah. talented player. He provides a, a different edge. He's so athletic. You know, he can run, mm-hmm. he can catch, he can throw. I mean, he's back a quarterback. And to have him out definitely changes the dynamic of the game. I texted you at halftime. I said, yeah, they're losing 13 to nothing, but they're moving the ball well. And then right. in the second half, they did not move the ball well. They, you know, and they and they started punting. You know, they they were going for it a lot in the first half on, on fourth down. They had a couple turnover on downs. And even that aggression stopped. I think, you know, Coach Derek Deal was a very smart coach. was just trying to give his team a chance, probably give – you know, his players some confidence because you can only take so many times not getting forked down before you start feeling like, you know, are we ever going to get this thing? So, yeah. Um, I mean, Tyler Sutherland, he had two catches. He broke the record. Will Lauterbach, um, 
looked good. Uh, they shut down Jace Kurth as they have for the last couple. He had you know had a good start to the season. It feels like these conference teams have really figured him out. But we're hoping to see you know more from him as we go forward. He's a very talented running back. And but if you're Turner, really good defensive performance. You know they they largely stopped mm-hmm. the passing game. Uh, a couple big runs, you take those away, which I know sounds stupid. Take away those big runs, but they didn't give up a total a lot of yards. You know so. Right. You're well, looking looking to see them uh, maintain that this week and watch the offense bounce back in a big way this week. It's not going to be easy. Lake Lake Mills is um, they're not one dimensional. Let's put it that way. Their quarterbacks got over a thousand yards. They got a running back with over a thousand yards. So you know they they can run. They can pass. So you're going to have to be at the top of your game, no doubt. And you know we don't know if Connor Hughes is available. If he's not. That's another. That's gonna yeah, be and something he, he's, you're he's had some do. injuries this season, which is unfortunate. It kind of seems like he can't stay healthy, which is always unfortunate when you have such a talented player, and it just feels like his body can't. He came into the season banged up. Yep, and uh, just he's been able to guts it out. Yeah, so we hope to see, and they they need to uh, win these last two games to uh, make the playoffs. They have, uh, as you mentioned, Lake Mills, then they have Bigfoot, who is another school we cover. So. Uh, Bigfoot's not very talented, so you're kind of looking at you. You know, you win Lake yeah. Mills. You don't want to ever look at any opponent, but you beat Lake Mills. You're kind of in good business. So an important game at home this week with uh, which Jim will be at. It's homecoming. Homecoming. Yeah. Got to win on homecoming. I'm looking for at least an explosive game. In the, in the offense, and these current kids are competitive, so mm-hmm. I expect them to be ticked off at this loss. Come out strong. Uh, Clinton beat Palmyra Eagle 42-22. to Another big week from uh, Peyton Bingham. But for once, you know, we talk about Peyton Bingham every week. This week, DJ Vernon, 200 yards rushing. Yeah, um, I looked him up. He's got 686 yards for the season. That, that's a good season. Oh, he's doing great. It's just Peyton Bingham, unfortunately, <laughs> may, maybe, you know, bittersweetly, uh, kind of overshadows him with his crazy yardage yeah. and touchdowns he puts up. And Peyton Bingham, five touchdowns. Uh, Peyton's going to go over 1,000. This this week, I'm sure he's got 925. Oh yeah, he's, he's got 19 touchdowns. Too. Yeah, and and they're a team that is probably going to go into those playoffs and you know and see what Peyton can do. You know, you take away, but it was good to see DJ have a good week because if you take away Peyton, you start to get worried what that can do to your team. Uh, and when I was at Clinton last week, and they uh, they took away um, Peyton, DJ didn't have as good of a game. But this week, DJ 200 yards on 26 carries is pretty good. Um, forty-two, twenty-two. Like I said, Peyton had five touchdowns. This is a Clinton team that is on their run game, but Peyton can pass too. They got a good wide receiver in Sawyer, uh, wide and sell. Um, so you kind of hope to see, uh, you know, if if the run game is taken away, they can open that up a little bit. And, yeah, they're probably facing a team that's very similar. It, it looks like, to me like Waterloo um, does not like to throw the ball. They prefer to run it, but they can throw it. Their quarterback threw for two hundred seventy-two yards in a win, so. I'd, they can throw it, uh, but last week uh, I think he threw for sixty yards, and they they uh, blew out uh, Dodgeland. I guess everybody blows out Dodgeland, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean it, they've got a quarterback that's uh, accounted for um, over twelve hundred yards and fifteen touchdowns. So, so Clinton, a team looking to end strong, who's had a really good season. Uh, you know, they've only had two losses, and I know for a fact one of them was to a very good team, and the other one they only lost by two points. So. Looking at you know they that game swings the other way a little bit yeah they only have one loss in the year you know yeah. but it didn't swing that way you got two but you know, they're both five and two going to this game Friday so it could should be, be a, should be interesting could be a good one out there um, moving on to uh, well that's it for our wins by the way yeah that's it <laughs> you know I just want to include that the Green Bay Packers uh, Bigfoot falling this week to New Glarus Monticello thirty two to seven. Um, you know, it yeah, just feels like they have nobody outside of Jax who can who's really been able to get it together. Uh, 
I didn't see. I don't think he played last week. Oh, did he not? I don't think so. I didn't see any stats uh, for him. And, yeah. And uh, yeah, geez, that team they lost to it was uh, was really scuffling too. I think they've been averaging about twelve points. So when you when you get blown out by a team like that, yikes. Yeah, and you know, new coach, you're trying to kind of okay. It's not easy. Yeah. Maybe you're just you gotta get used to him. They gotta get used to each other. You know, this is maybe a year where okay, you know, try to figure out each other, and maybe next year you come out stronger. But yeah, Bigfoot, um, just have, having a rough season. Same thing with Parkview. Um, but uh, Beloit Memorial, well. move on to them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have, well, I was trying to say, all right, Bigfoot. I kind of you know team that you maybe had higher hopes for not doing as well. But Bullet Memorial, I you know their record doesn't show it, but I think they they've exceeded expectations a little bit this year. I feel like they they've been playing. They have established the running game. I think that was that was one of the things they really wanted to do. And even in these losses, they've been able to uh, to run the ball successfully. Not always in the red zone, but uh, you know that's where it gets difficult. But they have been averaging probably about two hundred yards a game, and. Uh, and their running backs are really good, you know. Just give them a hole. That's all you got to oh, yeah. do. And it feels like they just have a good culture being built over there right now. It feels like, you know, these kids are going out there. They're, you know, these teams that, you know, maybe normally would go out there and be posting lopsided scores. It, it would be running clock. They, they would, uh, yeah. you know, they would come out and they'd fight and fight. And all of a sudden things would be going downhill. And then they would snowball and you got to run yeah. clock. And that, that's really not happening. You're, you're seeing them, you know, scoring and, and playing better in the fourth quarter. It's just uh, you know depth, and they don't have quite as many playmakers, but uh, they're they're getting there. I'm you know I'm optimistic. This week they've got um, Waterford at home. Waterford's four and one in the Southern Lakes. They look like a pretty tough team, but you know they were tied with Elkhorn going into the fourth quarter last week, scored two touchdowns and beat them. But uh, you know Elkhorn played them tough and. Beloit certainly played well against Elkhorn, so, geez, I hate comparing scores. Every time I do that, it doesn't work out well. But I, w- I would suspect the Purple Knights are going to probably play hard at home after and, being on the road a couple times. And you figure they want to get this win because they face a tough Badger team oh, in their final Badger, week. Yeah. So it kind of feels like even the best of, for even the best of teams, this would be the last chance to end the season you know, on a high note because it's going to be a tough Badger game even at home uh, in that last week. So you hope to see that run game. Click, uh, hope to see the defense kind of maybe shut down some Waterford offense and, you know, maybe walk away, you know, with a win and kind of go into the offseason and go, okay, we can build on this. Right. Uh, Broadhead Judah uh, dropped their first game of the season to Adams Friendship, who was also undefeated, and they remain mm-hmm. undefeated. Uh, 25 to 13. We didn't get stats for that game, but, uh, you know, me and you talked about that, how this was going to be a rough week, especially when you know Broadhead might even be the one to lose. Um you know, it, it was a non-conference game for them. It was, um, you know, they just went up. And honestly, though, that's a good way to prepare for the playoffs. You're going to be facing teams like that, you know what I mean? Yes. Who are who are going to be able to beat you. And we don't have stats. We don't know how the game went. 25-13, to 13, though, isn't super lopsided. So you think, okay, if these are the types of teams they're going to face in the playoffs, learning lesson, you go into the playoffs, now you maybe know how to play against better teams like this a little better. Because they've been demolishing these teams. So it, it might have been time for that Barthead team to, you know, Kind of face a test and kind of see how they'll they'll face adversity. Nice, see how they bounce back. So you hate to see it, but you know you never want to lose. You never want to lose. They're on a super roll. I mean, they're, they're, we're talking about a couple you of know, years now. Really, but this change of conferences has really done well for the you know, yeah the Cardinals. But loss is over now, so now you got to move on. Now it's time to see how your team bounces back. Um, right. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, think about playoffs. What you have to do in the playoffs. What, what kind of plays you want to run in the playoffs. What, you know. Really look ahead too while you were 
winning these games, hopefully. And we have two weeks left, and the Wisconsin teams that are, you know, are, set, are in position are Clinton, which is pretty much, I guess, I don't know if I haven't rather they made, I think they have made the playoffs now. Based on Josh's story, who said they needed one more win to make it, and then they won uh, the next week, this week against Paul Meyer, I think they, that means they're, they're in. Uh, Turner needs to win out to get in, um, from what I've heard, what yeah. Coach Derek Deal told me. So you're looking at those two teams, um, you know, and I'm interested to see what Clinton will do in the uh, the playoffs because they're a team we've only seen in person once. You haven't seen in person at all yet. So, right. you know, it's a team that, based on the stat line, we know is good, but it's time to see how they'll do against those really good teams. Uh, and Turner, like I said, those kids have that fight. Um, they had a tough week. They have some injuries. But going into the playoffs, I expect them to not want to lay down. So hopefully they can sneak it in there. Um, that's it for high school, I guess. Do you, do you want to talk about the Wisconsin <laughs> Badgers? Wisconsin Badgers? Um, I, I was kind of surprised, to be honest. I, yeah. I'm not surprised they made that move. I'm surprised they made it now. I guess, I guess it just shows you how much McIntosh wanted to make that move. And, you know, the Natives are restless because we've lost two games badly the last two <laughs> yep. weeks. You know, Ohio State was just a blowout. But losing to, um, to Illinois at home the way they did, I guess if you're going to make that move, no one's going to argue right now too much. And if you want to know who called that firing, the Daily News, Rob Lucas, yes, our sports right. columnist, mentioned it in his column last week. So make sure you check those out because Red Hot Predictions in there. And then before we turn on the mics last week, too bad we weren't rolling. You mentioned to me uh, that there was talk among Badgers fans that uh, you know a firing could be. I mean, oh, we did talk about it on the podcast, huh? Yeah, we I did. think we did. I think we yeah, did. we did talk about it on the podcast. Never mind. I just thought he was on the hot seat. And... I was on the hot seat, but it was, it was a hotter seat than you thought. Seat was on fire. No, I mean if you looked at <laughs> if you look at what he'd done over the. In the past few years, its success rate was was pretty high, but they, it looked like they were sliding, and, and a lot of people were just uh, irritated with uh, the fact that they, their offensive line, which has always dominated, really was looking porous, you know, looking bad, and and that you can't have that. Good, <laughs> a, a, a good interim Wisconsin. coach taken over, though. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't know about him, but you I know, mean, Lance Leopold or this guy would seem to be the you know the top the top choice of Badger fans, and we'll find out what he can do. We'll see if if he can rally the troops. I don't know if they're that talented, but the Big Ten is kind of wide open in some respects uh, when you get past the top top. Oh yeah, especially in the West. Yeah. So let's see what he does. You know, it's, maybe it's an audition in a way. If he does really well, he's got the job, and if. Everything falls apart. He probably doesn't. Maybe Lance Leopold. Lance Leopold five and zero at Kansas. Jefferson uh, native. Uh, you know. Yeah. Grew, grew up right down the road here. And um, he claims that he's focused on Kansas right now. But every coach says that. Until, oh yeah. Until the money oh, yeah. is on the table, and then all of a sudden he's making less than any coach in that league. All of a Come sudden, on. there's been a change in heart. I've talked it over with my family. We decided to, you know, we really like Wisconsin as a program. Yeah, the money talked. So yeah, we'll see. Though also. Well, same, with, same with Paul Chris. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. oh he, they really did him wrong, but yeah, he's getting paid getting pretty well. Good pay, buyout, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So you got to feel a little bad for the guy. Madison, I do. Ma- Madison resident, you know, um, you know, has been there for a while, put in a lot of years of that team. Absolutely. And to get cut after only it, – it, it feels premature. Um, and we always talk about how I'm, I'm – as a Pittsburgh fan, I'm not used to these quick – I'm used to the demands. Don't get me wrong. Pittsburgh fans, baseball, yeah, hockey, and football all always want the coaches fired. But you, you never just, see them make it. Right, right. So to see Wisconsin do this so quickly was kind of stunning to me. But the the I guess what I heard around Wisconsin fans were, okay, good. Yeah, you know? that's basically it. The, the midseason thing is kind of weird. And I hate to see a good guy get fired, and he's definitely a good guy. But yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I'm also kind of mercenary when it comes to football. So <laughs> yeah. let's see what Leonard can do. Let's let's hope he's a good coach. I think he is, actually. Who's, do you know who Wisconsin has this week? Oh. Uh, I can look it up. You better look it up. Let's see. I'm not sure. You can't Dead search, air, man. You can't you can't for, uh, look up just Wisconsin. You got to look up Wisconsin football because then Wisconsin and Wikipedia comes up about the state. They played Northwestern. That's right. I said that's a game that should be winnable for you guys. Uh, Northwestern is not a good team. No, we've had trouble with Northwestern in the past. Well, maybe, but, maybe, uh, maybe no, if you're no. Paul, you're saying, "Man, <laughs> give me one more week, and I would have got us one." I think I said that about Illinois. Yeah, we got to win this game by twenty. Oh my gosh! And then when they actually watched them play, it was like these guys are dominating us on the line. What is going on here? Ugh. And then, folks, I did mess up. Forgot to talk about the Janesville teams. Okay, go ahead. We are we are Beloit dominated here yeah. on this podcast ever since John Barry left. So I do apologize. Still have an empty chair We're waiting. Still have an empty chair. Um, Middleton beats Parker fifty-one to thirty-two. Um, Rowan finished fifteen of twenty-six for two hundred twenty-five yards passing. He had three touchdowns. But he also threw with three interceptions. Turnovers were the name in this game, um, as uh, that really killed the Vikings. Um, you know, usually does. Should have, could have been a closer game. Could have, should have, would have been a closer game. Um, you know, it, it was it was pretty close at the half. And then Milton, 20 points in the third quarter, kind of ran away with it there. And that was a lot of those were off those turnovers by the Parker offense. So um, I don't miss watching Middleton. Tell you the truth. <laughs> yeah, I mean, man. Yeah, it's every week we've talked about on this it podcast. Was, oh. Yeah. Uh, Vikings play their homecoming game next Friday night. Uh, they take on winless Madison East. Uh Madison East, the victim of, hey, we want to win on our homecoming night, so uh, <laughs> we're going to schedule you guys. So, um, Purple Knights beat them. Yeah. So, 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 so. <laughs> you expect Park to come out, get a win on homecoming, bounce back from a tough loss yeah. against a really tough team. Uh, and then Janesville Craig, only one win away from the playoffs with two weeks left. That's what you like to see. You like, you like to have that. They killed Madison East 41 to 14. Uh, had a 34 lead at halftime, kind of put on the brakes in the second half, only seven points, as you kind of do in those games. You don't want to, you know, keep kind of killing them. Uh, Cougars finished with 371 yards rushing, just 21 carries. Uh, senior Owen Shucha had 117 yards rushing Shucha? and scored three touchdowns. How do you say it? I don't know. I hope, <laughs> I hope you're close. And then Braden Tyler, a name I think I know how to pronounce, two times for 58 yards. So a good running game from the Cougars. Um they only, like I said, only one win away from the playoffs with two games left. They do have to play. They do have to play first place Verona on Friday, so that's a challenge. But they face Madison Memorial in the last week, which is a team. You know, I don't know. I feel like this this team could probably beat. So we'll see about that. But that's your Janesville update from us. Um, and then uh, make sure you tune into the Janesville because that make sure you read them if you want your in depth coverage of Janesville sports. Because me and Jim. Bullet guys don't always have the most information on that. We're kind of just going off what Janesville tells us. So, no. Um, and moving on to the NFL, you said you walked into the office Sunday and said, I hate sports. And you still <laughs> might hate sports, but on a weekend where the Wisconsin Badgers got killed by Illinois, on a weekend where the Brewers basically killed their playoff chances, <laughs> on a weekend where no Wisconsin football team besides Clinton won, the Packers pulled out a win against Bailey Zapp, Western Kentucky quarterback wow. who, uh, Came in for the injured Brian Hoyer and uh, almost beat the Packers. But the Packers <laughs> so sad. came away with it. Um, I'll be honest. This is the first game that this season of the Packers I haven't really – I wasn't paying full attention to. So, you know, what was what was the feel of that game from Green Bay? What, what what made that game so close? Not not playing well, I think, was probably <laughs> – No, I think uh, 
they pretty much play like Rodgers plays, and Rodgers was not playing well. He had a really terrible first half. He did have that pick six, right? That was his, uh, yeah, yeah. He, he just was not accurate. And, um, you know, and then they could have closed it out with that, that touchdown that was taken away. Taken away like by that, the refs. Yeah, the, and on this podcast, we can criticize the refs. <laughs> it's the NFL ones. It's probably the correct call. But, um, yeah, I, in the old days, that's touchdown and yep. so what, you know. But uh, they won it in overtime anyways. Won it in overtime. Mason somehow. Crosby. Almost was a tie. If you, I mean, Mason Crosby, you yeah, know, for the most part, pretty accurate, so you felt good about it. But, yeah, almost a tie. Um, offense was not doing I, that great. Aaron, I, Aaron, know, I didn't feel great about anything in that game, other than uh, they're continued to put a rush on a quarterback for the most part. But they're, they're not stopping the run. Yeah. That, they got to do a New better England's, job of that. Yeah, knowing his running back went off. He had, it's, it's uh, I don't know what it is. It's part of its poor tackling. Still, yeah, you know, but um, and this have de- to do better. This defense that was touted as a new look defense, you kind of want to see more from. So um, yeah, well, this will be interesting this week when they play the Giants because you know Barkley, pff, you have got to wrap yep. up on that guy. And the Giants made a team that any other year, oh, it's the Giants, but this year with Brian Dable from the Bills as their head coach, three and one, yeah. they're and now their wins haven't been against like you know <laughs> the Bears. Yeah, haven't been against like the Chiefs, but you know. They're a team that's not. I don't think they're the garbage team anymore of the, of the league. They're not, you know, in the bottom. No, I. You know. It'll be interesting to see who plays quarterback this week, because you know they're all banged up. Yeah, Daniel Jones, his backup, um, both injured. I know they brought in a bunch of guys to try out. So yeah, we'll see how that goes. They were even um, running running the wildcat in that game, yeah. and, and successfully. I was gonna say. So um, and now you see uh, they're in London. So it'll be odd. We had an early morning game, eight thirty a.m. Kickoff. Um, see if it affects on the jet lag. Uh, Matt Lafleur though has has uh, experience there. He flew over there when yeah. he was with the 49ers. Who was mm. he with? I'm not a Green Bay guy. Yeah, I know. I should know that. Was it with the Chargers once? Maybe might have been the Chargers. I don't know. He won one and lost one. I He's know. been over there before. He's been yeah. over there, so he knows how to kind of get a team ready with the jet lag and with the travel. So. You know, he he probably has a game plan in his mind about how he's going to do this and how he's going to yeah, get the guys used to this. Aaron, you can take your private jet over anytime <laughs> you want and acclimate yourself. Well, then New York, they've been over there a couple more times than the Packers. I mean, by that, the Packers' first time over there, so they've definitely been over there more. So that's, you know, that's – I don't want to say that's going to be any excuses and that's – you no, know, probably no, won't have a big no. impact, but – It shouldn't be. It's definitely a thing where I wouldn't be surprised if the Packers go out there and if they look flat, Aaron goes, well, you know, we went out there and – I was a little sleepy. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> relax. Yeah. We still have a lot of season left. A lot of season left. But I'll probably about do it this week um, for us. Uh, thank you guys for watching as always. For, uh, I can't talk. I was going to, I, I, I didn't know where I was going with that outro. <laughs> okay. Thank you guys for always watching the, or listening to. Listen, I'm a mess. Yeah, watching. I was wondering that. Thank you for listening. Is there a camera in here? <laughs> thank you for the, yeah, we'll go, we'll go visual for next season. Uh, thank you guys for listening to the Rock County Sports Podcast. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Have a great night.